Ahava Aaron Price is with us live via telephone. Ahava Aaron Price is the author of the book On My Own But Not Alone, Practical Advice and Personal Stories. Ahava Rifka Aaron Price, a Detroit native who calls New York home, was married to world-renowned mathematician Dr. Leon Eliezer Aaron Price of blessed memory and is a mother and grandmother. In fact, we know some of her wonderful children. She taught English and Judaic studies on the college level for many years, but has more recently chosen to concentrate on her writing. She has gained an active following for her many first-person essays that have appeared in a variety of Jewish publications. Indeed, the responses to her articles on facing life's challenges prompted her to author this book, On My Own, But Not Alone. Ahava Aaron Price, welcome to JM in the AM. And thank you so very much for having me. Pleasure to be with you. I appreciate that. Pleasure to have you on. Uh, there is so much in this book. I, I almost don't know where to start, frankly, because you you have you have a lot of stories, a tremendous number of essays, a lot of guests who chime in on the topic of loneliness and uh, and togetherness, and then you have a section of practical advice, uh, both on a uh, general social level and on a Jewish level, a halachic and custom related Jewish level that I think is priceless and really valuable. So I'm not quite sure where to start, but maybe we should begin with your story. Why and how did you get to the point that you wrote a book called On My Own But Not Alone? Well, after I lost my husband, I found myself facing so many new frontiers, social, emotional, halachic, financial, legal, the, many of the aspects that are covered in the book. And um, I wanted to share with other women um, all the things that I learned and a friend of mine said, write a book, which I ignored for a while. Um, <laughs> then I realized that <clears throat> many of the dilemmas that I faced were shared by other single women, whether it's divorcees and singles. Uh, do I spend shops at home? Am I alone or am I a guest? Do I buy my own Lulu and Estrogue? And so the book sort of morphed to include all women on their own, and uh, they're unique, but common issues as well. So that's where it was born. <laughs> that's where it came from. How would you describe the the atmosphere, bad word, but I think you'll get what I mean. The 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 atmosphere and the um and the um uh difficulty of loneliness. Well, you know, I think that what this is what the book tries to get across is that women on their own face challenges that other people don't really uh, understand. And it's not pity they want. It's, yes, they're on their own, they're lonely, but they want respect. They want people to be aware of them without it being that they're a nebuch, that they're something, uh, some sort of flaw. And um, if people reach out to them, then obviously this loneliness and this feeling of being on their own is diminished, but not because they need their sympathy, but because they want to be respected and seen as a person uh, not defined by their status. And I think that that is a major way of ameliorating this issue of... But, but, do, but do we as a group not respect... The group that you're referring to, or are we not aware that we, we sometimes come off in that manner? I think that, that I think with the best of intentions, uh, and this is addressed in the book, 
by the women themselves in these sections called Women's Voices where they talk about their own story, which is, I think, a very, very important part of the book, even perhaps even more important than the legal and the financial and the halachic. Um, I think it's a subtle issue, but I think it's often there that there's a sort of, why am I single or why was there a divorce? Or obviously the widow issue doesn't happen. Right. But it's a... Um, it's a subtlety, and I think that this is very much what, one of the messages that I wanted to, to come across in the book. Uh, and I think that the women themselves very clearly stated in, this, very, in the narratives that they give about their own story. Ahava Aaron Price is with us. The book is on my own but not alone, Practical Advice and Personal Stories. Um, is it beyond the obvious? I mean, if, 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 one, if we think that you know, we should be reaching out the people who are alone, men and women, I think you'd say. Yes, definitely. Um, you know, for, for Shabbos invites and for, you know, and, and, and to be in touch with them and check on them, you know, every once in a while. What, what is it beyond that that we should be keeping in mind? I think it's attitude. Yes. A person wants to be invited for Shabbos, but not because they have no one to eat with. They want someone to invite them because, you know, I really want your company. Um, not a subtle... Well, do you have anyone to eat with? It's the same mess. It's the same invite, but the message and the implication is very different in terms of the person's own self-esteem and the way the uh, in, the host views the person. And I think that's really one of the things I really hope the book would impact on society to see the heroines who are women on their own, not to be pitied, but to be admired. And really? most and most of the women you've spoken to who are in that category would say that they're usually they don't have a positive or a very good feeling when they're when they're I don't know visiting or, or I think what, or being I entertained. think really um, it's very much that people have the best of intentions and that we are you know we are we are warm we are a caring society but there are. You know, subtleties. Um, a single woman doesn't want to be defined by her status. A uh, divorcee doesn't want to feel like her children should feel that they're something the matter because they don't have a father role in their house. So I think actions are amazing and people really care and they really try. I'm not putting anyone down. But I think what women want is to feel that sense of respect. And I think this is where, and there are, and then, unfortunately, an enormous number of women on their own for whatever reason it might be. Uh, and I think we have to become more aware of it. And I think this is one of, one of the major aspects of why I wrote the book, as well as, of course, for women to see that they validation and find a story that they can identify with and see how other women... And basically, it's about you know, finding optimism and a feeling of success um, when living with Plan B, because... Don't most of us, or some of us, or many of us, uh, don't live the plan that we anticipated, and this is, in fact, what all these women are dealing with. So that's what it's about. So if uh, if if some of us are living Plan A, you would say appreciated more than ever. And yes, and you know, many women and men actually have told me that uh, that their own. Uh, they, their own emudo is increased and their own appreciation of their situations, and, uh, and they were inspired by these women's voices. So, yes, I think it's, um, 
it's for everyone. <laughs> That's my view. And I don't want to harp on this, but uh, beyond the, uh, I, I don't know, it may, it may just be human nature. I, I don't know to what degree, you know, one can, uh, you know, move away from the sympathy angle. Um, when it comes to trying to reach out to somebody who you know is in need, who's in need of company, who's in need of camaraderie, who's in need of, you know, not experiencing a lonely Shabbos or Yontif together. It's I, not, yeah, sympathy is a great thing as long as sympathy with respect. That's what I think I'm trying to get across. That the respect for the, the what, what this women, a woman or all women who are dealing with whatever their particular situation is. So, yes, sympathy, or maybe we could use the word empathy to understand. And um, people are amazing to women on their own. But, again, it's it's a a subtle attitude, I think. All right, I think we've gotten to a very good place (laughs) on that initial issue. I like that. On my own but not alone, Ahava Aaron Price is with us, Practical Advice and Personal Stories. Um, How did you decide? Most people, I think, in your situation, especially because you have this ability to, to, to write and to communicate in this manner, would take on this topic, you know, uh, 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 essentially uh, yourself. Would, you know, would, the entire book would be, would be yours. You've reached out and you've included so many different voices. Is that because you feel that you have a unique situation and there's so many other unique situations that have yes. to have a firsthand account? Absolutely. Every woman's story is unique. Uh, I was, well, excuse me, blown away by some of the women, the narratives, what women had to cope with far beyond any challenges that I had. Uh, and I reached out because I wanted a, a reader and all readers to be able to scan the pages and find a story that they can identify with. And that's extremely validating. And I know in challenging situations, other people's words have touched me and given me a certain amount of, of for lack of a better word, right. or... Um, and that's what I was looking for. So I did reach out, and certainly I felt that obviously a person still needs a rub of their own. They still need a lawyer, but sometimes you you just don't even know what you're supposed to be asking, and there's so, so obviously I wanted this to be a sort of full, far beyond my own personal capabilities to give people information and chizuk and uh Validation. I, uh, I'm almost ashamed to ask this because I don't remember. How long ago did your husband pass away? Uh, nine years uh, in a month. It's already nine plus years. Wow. Um, the, does, the, uh, does, that, does, the, does the pain uh, ever dissipate? Does, it, uh, th- does, does life ever get back to, I know it's impossible to be the way it was, but uh, you know, in, in your own heart, does it get back to where it was? I think that's, um, again, a message that I'm trying to get across in the book, that, um, yes, obviously the, the absence, the void does not go away, but life can be very positive and filled with joy, and, uh, and that, that sadness becomes part of what you are, but you can become so much more. You can grow and you can, you can be happy and yes, it doesn't eradicate with the loss, but having lost does not preclude being able to find a tremendous amount of fulfillment in life. And I think that's really um, the message that even many of the, the Rabbanim and the Revitsons and the psychologists want to get across that, um, and then obviously on a personal level, the women, that um, life is not, doesn't just stop. It can go on, it can grow, it can be very beautiful and very fulfilling. And Baruch Hashem, 
Um, I feel that way. And, uh, yes, I like to say you become familiar with the concept of the absence of the person right. or um, waiting for another person, <laughs> waiting for a person. Uh, for does it? Does the experience make you a different person? And I'm asking oh, that because 100%. it does 100%. Because uh, once both my parents had gone, people had pointed out to me that I'm a different person. And I, I wonder, and obviously, and obviously a spouse is much different. I'm not comparing situations, but I'm just wondering if that same type of you know reaction is common. Yes, I think that um, from the women I've spoken to as well, um, there is a certain amount of eventually, not a right away, but a certain self-confidence, a certain strength that you hopefully can pull out from yourself, and then that is where the other people who you are not alone um, kicks in also. Uh, a tremendous amount of, okay, I can do this. <laughs> I can handle this. I can be whole. I can miss what I don't have. But um, I think, uh, yes, I think it's, it's the opportunity, if someone can be positive, if someone can uh, see what is good in their life, then you know the world can be a very very positive place. So if even you're, if it's, yeah, if you're not living planet. So if your house floods, uh, even though your husband was much better <laughs> at it, you you can go ahead and deal with it. Yes. E- even though <laughs> even even though you know he's looking down and and likely laughing at what's happening in your home. Yeah, yeah. You you find out that you can hang pictures <laughs> and uh, you can uh, figure out. Uh, why the furnace isn't going on, or at least you know who to call. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Very good. The, yeah, so. the other thing is, um, I mean, I, again, you know, so many of us, you know, the the inviters, let's put it that way, you know, focus on Shabbos and Yontif. But you've done something in this book that's that's way beyond that, and I think it's brilliant. And that is, uh, you know, you you laid out for women. Um, you know, people who are alone, and especially for women. When a man is alone, he essentially knows what to do in terms of performance of mitzvot on Shabbos and Yom right. yes. But women, a... women do not know how to handle the situation. You've relied on your husband to light Hanukkah candles. You've relied on your husband exactly. to hand you the lulav and esrog that, that you never thought you'd have to buy in your life, and, you know, you, et cetera, et cetera. And there's a million examples of it. A million. <laughs> And, 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 you, and they come at you from all sides when you least expect it. And it seems you covered most of them in that section, frankly. It's a really valuable section of the book. Well, you know, we based it um, on uh, women who were, I've spoken to women who sat at my Shabbos table, and I asked them, what are questions you want, what are the questions that, that come up? And um, they gave me, really, that's really what was, it's a Q&A. Rabbi Daniel Neustadt answers some of them, a lot of them. And... Um, it was spawned by the women themselves, and that's why I think it's so encompassing. Uh, yeah, and a lot of it's covered. I mean, you have so much in there. And by the way, I think that that section is really good as well for a woman who's single and not yet married. Oh, 100%. Especially uh, one, one living on their own. Yes, um, yes, definitely. I would like to think that um, many aspects of the, the hashkafa, the discussions by Rabbi Yaakov Bender or uh, Rabbi Tzmei Cohn are very much uh, helping or geared to women dealing with their status, whether net, of not being married as yet. And I think that's a very important aspect. You, you even have on page 189... What to do when Tisha B'Av falls on Shabbos, <laughs> which, which, which is... Ex- well, you must tell the truth. I didn't even know that. Yeah, which is... Ex- <laughs> I certainly don't remember. Which is, ex- okay, ex- we'll have to, uh, which is extremely uh, timely, to say the least. 
yeah, no, there has been moments where I said, oh, I want to, I'm going to go to uh, someone for Shabbos. I want to drive. What do I do about candles? And my daughter said, look in your book. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, it's funny. About about a half hour before Mincha every Shabbos, the females in my home say to me, what time is Shabbos over? You know, <laughs> because obviously I'll be there after shul ends. And I said that, and I said that, I said to myself, my gosh, if I wasn't around, would they know what Shabbos is over? <laughs> so I'm sure you, can. you just can't even imagine <laughs> the number of questions that we just take for granted until suddenly, like, oh, hmm, <laughs> now what? <laughs> yes. So uh, we tried, but as I said, I tried. We, I tried to because of the questions that women brought up to me, they they were addressed. So um, I, I hope that it's been, there's probably things we have to miss. I'm, I'm telling you, on so many levels, the the stories, uh, learning how to cope, dealing with loneliness or just being alone, because I know loneliness is much worse than just being alone. Right. Uh, and all the general questions that you ask and answer in the book, uh, it, really amazing stuff, and I highly recommend it. Anybody out there, obviously in this situation, it's for you, but I think others as well. I myself appreciated it greatly, uh, never even really considering uh, what goes on on the other end of these uh, I- invites and encounters. Uh, so I highly recommend it. It is a Shar Press Missouri Publications release. You can go to artscroll.com. Uh, on my own, but not alone. Practical advice and personal stories by Ahava Aaron Price. Um, I, I, how long has this been out already? Uh, since the beginning of June. Good reaction? Very good. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Just I, I could so see validating. it. Every page is valuable, so I could see it. Uh, good luck, good luck with the book, and good and good luck this Shabbos uh, as you go into Tisha B'Av. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you so much. It was delightful to speak with you. A pleasure. I have Aaron Price. The book is called "On My Own But Not Alone." Check it out. Artscroll.com has it. In addition, probably to many, many, many other places that have it. Uh, check it out and enjoy. Very, very valuable.